You know, guys aren't supposed to touch each other. Right. But when you're beating the hell out of one another, it's okay to touch the other person as long as you're hurting them. Right. And I really think that, you know, you know that physical contact, even, the, even if it is in sort of a, a violent way, it bonds you. And I think sometimes it, it crosses the line, you know, that sometimes maybe you aren't able to separate out those feelings because, I mean, I, I'm sure more than a couple of times one of us, you know, sort of lost sight of the fact that, that, that this was just for fun. So we're in theater class and me and my friend Dave are, are fighting. And this kid, Jason, uh, who's also in our theater class, uh, he's kind of a nerdy kid, played Dungeons and Dragons. He wanted to fight with us, and so he'd keep, you know, sort of getting into it, and then we'd sort of push him out, and he did this a couple of times, and, and finally we were just like, okay, if you want to fight with us, let's fight. And so at that point, Dave and I sort of, I mean, we weren't, it wasn't about fighting each other anymore, it was about fighting Jason because he was being annoying and how did you communicate that was it like tacitly acknowledged Dave and I yeah oh it it was completely unspoken I mean you just knew all right now I'm gonna beat up this yeah and I mean the rest of the story basically takes place in this course of about six seconds Uh but it totally felt I mean it felt like an eternity because we're Dave and I are standing next to each other Jason's standing about 10 feet away from us and Dave and I sort of look at each other like we instinctively know what we're about to do and we just do it and so we we sort of grab each other's hand and we start to run towards Jason with our arms sort of outstretched you know in sort of like a clothesline fashion (laughs) and it does, you know, we're only about 10 feet away from him, so we get to him pretty quickly, kind of catch him off guard, and and so we hit him in the chest, basically. Pretty, I mean, pretty hard, harder than I think we meant to. And, and this sort of breaks our hands, you know, sort of like Red Rover style, I guess. And I can't figure out how it happened. It was like, it was like the laws of physics were temporarily suspended but like somehow he he pitched backwards and spun completely like head over heels like (laughs) I don't know how hard we hit I mean we must have hit him really hard for this to happen and maybe it didn't even happen this way and just like it happened this way in my mind but like in the end like he came crashing down on his face like his face went... So you you literally... So he was facing you as you hit clothesline. As we clotheslined him. And he spun around head over heel, like, basically did, what would it be, like, 270 degrees yeah. around and landed on his face? Yeah. Jesus. And, like, he landed really hard on his face, too. Like, he... Like, from from what I could see, he landed with his mouth open... And like it was almost like his his top like his top jaw like landed on the floor. <laughs> it was like you curbed him basically. <laughs> yeah, but like we didn't step on his head, so we kind of stood there for a minute, 
just sort of looking at him and like I think we started to realize that maybe something was wrong and for for a couple of seconds there I I thought that he was dead but but then he just got up <laughs> and there was nothing wrong with him somehow this brought him into our circle like the fact that we had and I assume that it really hurt I mean there was no way that it did not really hurt but he didn't seem like it hurt at all and suddenly he felt like I don't know it was like he had been initiated into our little fighting group and honestly we had to fight with him after that because <laughs> because we thought he was dead ugly old people and just the fucking the buses and the, just the dirt that you know just not what's that's what I see all the time so it's just all the time just fucking bummed just thinking about that so when I go there I just sometimes I can get out some aggression maybe by beating up some asshole you know there's a lot of violence in the music there should be a lot of people are afraid of it but that's just like, they go by parents. I guess I'm a scary looking person. <laughs> I like making a spectacle of myself. I'm a total rebel. I, I rebel against everything. I guess I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> but it doesn't really mean like, you know, I'm sure I'm gonna go kill a Jew. You know, I'm not gonna do that. Maybe a hippie though. I mean, you know, the punks, you know, punks against hippies, that's another thing the hippies are starting. But then again, punks against punks, you know, that's not, it's not what it's meant to be. In Hollywood, most of the people are like posers, they're just wimpy, yeah. When you fight, how do you feel when you're actually in a fight scene? How do you feel? Violent. Yeah. I feel very violent. I feel like... I'm doing something I'm good at. What? Beating people up. <laughs> and everyone should, shouldn't be afraid to be as different as they want to be. People hold back a lot. I probably hit lots of girls in the face. I don't like girls very much. Do you have a girlfriend? No. Okay. don't have girlfriends. Why? Girls are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm very good at, at hiding my feelings, so I, I don't feel depression anymore. It's easy for me not to do that. I, it's easy to be very detached. Well, my mother's dad, so my stepdad, he's a cop. You know, I haven't talked to him in a long time. Seen him at the movies one night. 
He didn't talk to me, walked away. <laughs> Acted like he didn't know me. I don't know where my parents are. Where's your real father? Don't know. Don't even know who he is. I get tired of being like I am now. I think I'll go into classical music. In the end, like he came crashing down on his face. I broke my, uh, I broke my face, I broke my sinus cavity. You know, then I went to blow my nose later on in that, that evening and actually my face kind of inflated a little bit. You know, so I was actually able to push air through my sinus cavity into my face. And I remember just walking into my mom's room being just like, Mom, uh, you know, for, for, for once in a long time, it's like, I, I, I need your medical assistance. I don't even know where to go at this one. It's like your face inflated. I, there, there's certain things, I guess, you know, sometimes there's no one to turn to but mom, and that was definitely one of those cases. How do you psych yourself up for a fight? I'll answer that question in one second. How much is it? 1946. Here you go, man. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. Psyching yourself up for a fight? Uh, I would say is completely unnecessary. Like if you're not if you're not psyched at that point, you're not alive. You're very very hyped from the beginning. Um, Emotions are high. Um, it's hard to calm yourself down. Um, and I think the true test is actually um, who can remain the, the most calm, um, who cannot be thrown off their game, um, who can focus on just breathing more. Since you've started mixed martial arts, have you gotten into any fights just with some? Kind? Yeah, actually. Uh, you know, the guy kind of did that thing where you know, he like smushes your face. So I just kind of punched him in the jaw as, as hard as I possibly could with my right hand. Pretty much the one shot uh, knockout. You knocked him out? Yes. Yeah, so everyone wants to talk shit. No one actually expects someone to throw a punch. Um, everyone's looking to back everyone down. It's, it's a, a really weird toughness dynamic that I don't understand. But, you know, touch my face, I'm going to knock you the fuck out of it. That's, that's it. So I was the designated driver, and we were, I had been given directions from the back seat, the, the very inebriated back seat all night, and we came to this intersection where I had pulled into the turning lane, and the brother of the single girl in the car said, dude, don't turn left, don't turn left, you can't turn left yet. I wasn't turning left, I was just stopping at the turning lane. And so I was getting a little upset at this point, so I said, dude, calm down. Down to this convenience, uh, convenience store parking lot where the girl was wanting to get some batteries for her CD player. She gets out, I turn around and I said, listen, if you want me to drive for you, then stop you know, telling me every turn what you want me to do. And then he said, you getting smart with me? So I looked at him and I said, no, but you know, just calm down a little bit. So I turned around looked forward and he was saying you better stay forward and I turned around to say something else and bam he punched me right in the nose um, 
I got out of the car and started bleeding from my nose all over the uh, parking lot. And he came out and ran around the car to try to get me back into the car. And I said, no, I'm not coming with you. I'm calling a friend. Uh, if you want to punch me again, go ahead right in front of everyone. The pain was comparable to um, a bad burn on your arm, I guess. The first, the first sensation, I feel like every time I've ever been hit in the nose, it feels like I'm drowning at first for some reason. Like I'm not literal liquid in my, in my respiratory tract or whatever, but it feels like I'm about to drown. And then all of a sudden it starts to just throb and burn at the same time. So is, is there a decision to be made at that point? Like do you punch back or do you just, just take it? Well, if I hadn't known that he had a firearm in the trunk, I probably uh-huh. would have punched back. It's a pissing contest at that point. Um, yeah, my name's Nick Salvatore, uh, originally from D.C., now I'm from Philly, uh, and I've been known to fight. Last year, watching, uh, the film, or not a film, the show, uh, Ultimate Fighting on, uh, Spike TV, and I was with my dear friend Alex, uh, and one thing led to another, and, um, we took to grappling. I realized that it was one of the most intense experiences I'd had. Um, kind of like being in a crash, but uh, you know, not as necessarily life-threatening. And uh, I don't know, it drove me nuts. I started doing it as often as possible. I mean, it's not necessarily what human beings are built to do, but it's something that human beings seem very adept at, and I guess it just struck some sort of atavistic chord with me, and drove me nuts. It's it's almost like dancing, and it's almost like fucking. I mean, because, you know, you've got these two bodies passing through these series of alternately between stereotype forms, like a chokehold or an arm bar or whatever, and just flailing around and sort of trying to find a way to arrange your body the way one might arrange words or pain or beats or whatever um, to achieve this sort of optimal aesthetic effect which just happens to be, you know, the other person lying unconscious on the floor or whatever. It's creative, but you get created. You get recreated. Once you're in it, it's... I mean, it's not like choreography or anything. It's like actually becoming a piece of something and at the same time participating in this sort of great history or what have you of just people beating the shit out of each other. And, uh... I mean, obviously, you know, a couple of guys grabbing each other, rolling around, getting each other's sweat all over them, smelling each other... It's, you know, it's very sexual. I mean, and, you know, what if, what started people fighting? You know, fighting for mates or whatever. Um, it's intimate. Yeah, I mean, that, like, 
you know, in many ways, especially when I've I've just gotten out of a fight, you know, I've been known to shout, this, this shit is better than sex. Uh, it really can be. Um, you feel invigorated in much the same way and wiped out. Um, and it's incredibly intense and incredibly beautiful uh, if you're inclined towards that sort of thing. There's something about being in a chokehold um, and realizing that unless you do something, you figure out what you can do to get out of there, you're going to pass out and be on the floor and lose. Um, and I mean, I, you know, I participated in sport before, you know, I played soccer when I was little, I fenced for all of high school, but really this was something completely different. And I suddenly realized I've got it. And with every ounce of strength in my neck and my stomach and my chest and my hips, I swung him over my head into the floor, slammed him into the ground. He was so fucking terrified. He well, he didn't see it coming at all. And that, I mean, for me, that was in the same, it felt the same way that it feels. I do a lot of photography, and when I figure out, you know, this is it, this is the idea, this is the shot, it was exactly like that. This is the shot. This is the hit that's going to do it. And, uh, and I had him on the floor, and I choked him out, and it was over. You know, you'd think that it's, it's the big guys, the muscly guys, whatever, but it's, it's much more interesting to fight somebody creative, especially someone who hasn't done it before. Um, when you bring someone into it who's never had a fight before, it's, I mean, it's like turning someone on to a new band. It's like telling somebody a wonderful secret. But, you know, I and we, me and my friend Alex, we fought naked. Uh, and, I mean, that was really weird. Yeah. Really weird. Did you like it? Uh, I did. I don't know if I, we would do it again necessarily. Also, um, the tile floors really ripped up our knees and ankles. Mm. So, yeah, if you're getting in a fight, try to avoid tile. Uh, do it on carpet. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people are terrified to get naked and fight, but I think a lot of people would be surprised by how quickly they find themselves enjoying it. Um, I mean, we're all sort of perverts at heart. And, you know, it does definitely also have sadomasochistic undertones. The other thing with the fighting is that it sort of got me in touch with my, like, masculine side, and I got to sort of play with that, um, and sort of, like, playing at being a macho man is, uh, is really fun. I mean, that and, like, going to the gym and lifting weights and pumping iron and, like, being a real man, uh, I don't know, it makes you want to grow a mustache and drink whiskey and run wild, so I have, um... <laughs> Like, the the idea behind the ultimate fighting is that, you know, you're, whoever loses is the one who says, I submit, I surrender, you have overpowered me, you have defeated me, or, you know, you've knocked me out, in which case someone else has to say it. You really do get into a state where you just, you know, you want to be everything in the world and you want the other person to be nothing and to be yours and to be your your victim or your your victim and your friend and your lover and your 
you know, your object to, you know, mold into whatever form you see fit. Uh, I mean, it's really creepy. You know, I'm not about to, like, go out to a bar, get liquored up, and pick a fight with the biggest guy in the room. Um, but I do wonder what that would be like. I don't know. I mean, I'm almost inclined to say maybe someday, uh, but I don't even know. That might not be a good idea. That's something to think about. <laughs> you know, your personality starts to shut off when you're fighting. You don't think, you know... Uh, how should I choke this guy so that my friends will think I'm cool? Or what would the hip way be to hit him in the gut? It's style, but it's it's a completely different sort of style. Um, and it's, it's emotion, but it's totally separate emotions from anything I feel any other time. Um, and I think it is just sort of letting my reptilian brain try to talk for a while. Fuck the ego. like to do this kind of fighting you have to be a little bit i don't know a little bit crazy or a little bit uh irrational is that is that accurate or is that rationality versus irrationality I, i'm gonna have to disagree with you. I, I don't think this is necessarily a crazy do i sound crazy to you shit man i graduated i mean i graduated from the, the best business school in the world i had good sats i played college football and shit. You know, there ain't nothing crazy about me for a long time i was afraid to take a punch like the next guy yeah, everyone touts this crazy switch, like, oh man, I, I get hit and I just go crazy. Well, shit, man, everyone's got that. You know, that's uh, that's that's nothing uncommon. This is a, an opportunity for certain people to test their, to to see how well they face their fears. Like, how well do you act under under pressure? Uh, when's the last time you were able to to be completely aware in any one uh, particular moment? Because that moment was just that stimulating, like. I remember high school football games are pretty pretty sweet. College football games were even uh, kind of cool, but a fight, damn, you're never you could not possibly be more aware. Your senses could not possibly be more heightened. There's I think there's something to be said about someone who says, "Shit, man, yeah, I am stepping in a ring with someone who maybe you can beat me." But you know what? I want to see if I can beat him because I've been training and I've been honing these skills. Shit, sometimes you want to see if it works and you want to see how well it works at the uh at the highest level. The whole time what you're training to do is maintain this poise and this technique. This guy's trying to attack me. He's trying to either knock me out or, or make me give up. Can I remain poised on, in that situation? Am I that strong of a person? A thousand years ago, would I have been that guy on a battlefield who people could count on? What's your true instinct? Fine, you, you learn things about yourself just by forcing, you know, going through this type of training. <laughs>